Fourth Not First is proudly brought to you by Oakford Thoroughbred Farm, your one-stop shop for all your thoroughbred needs. Hot seat driving at it, hot seat going home the best in the middle and grab the lead at one. Hot seat by a long head to either vintage quarter and Remus is coming back, coming back really well on the inside, they hit it a bobber. Maybe Loremus just from under the eyeball. Welcome to Fourth Not First for another week and... Footy season's back, and the reason I know this, I haven't been reading the papers, but Ash is wearing something from the Richmond Football Club. It's a brand-new T-shirt. It's a, it's a sleek black number. He looks like a bouncer, uh, <laughs> and it's got the Richmond logo on the front. Looks like a bouncer from the Swan Hotel, I think. Uh, so looking sharp there. I'm glad it's not the pyjamas. He's got his winning blues up his sleeve. Uh, welcome, Ashley McKnight. Lovely to speak to you as always. How are you doing? Good evening, boys. I'm very good. I had a long day, but uh, oh, happy to be here and uh, looking forward to footy. Absolutely. And uh, on the right-hand side of my screen, we have Vanessa Healy. No, I mean Russell Healy. Uh, just reading the words there, but uh, Russell Healy, owner-operator of Healy Bloodstock, and uh, really, really does a lot of preparation for this podcast that we've been discussing. So, you know, he's the one that keeps us going. How are you, Russ? Uh, I'm, gr- I'm doing great, Richard. Um, as far as the uh, prep going, it's, it's um, what's it, the law of diminishing returns or whatever? I'm doing less and less and less as we uh, come Exponent- out of COVID. <laughs> exponentially declining. <laughs> we were discussing before, back in COVID, when there's nothing to do, what? We had reams of notes for this thing. Now we're just on a whim, not even sure what's happening, but that's how we love it. And the first thing we do is we get a lovely update from the Oakford Thoroughbred Farm. Ash has had a big day. What's been going on, mate? Yeah, well, boys, I've been uh, been to Horsham Jump Outs this morning. So I was off bright and early this morning and uh, headed up there to be in the first trial. And uh, Oakbridge and Savoir went around in the first trial. Um, one very good, one a little disappointing, I thought. Um, Oakbridge, I thought, tried really well. Um, I would say he just got the nod on the win in the, in his trial. Um, he, he looked really good, um, and he'll take some improvement from that, so he'll be heading off to the races. He, um... I'm going to nom him for Sandown next Wednesday, but uh, we'll just see what the weather does and, and how the field is, and there's another couple options for him. But uh, he, look for him going to the races. I'm really looking forward to his prep. He went really well. Um, Savoir was a bit, a little bit disappointing. Um, just it, we just got some back issues, and I, if anybody listening uh, knows, if you have lower back issues, um, it can be quite quite debilitating um so i just got to work through that a bit i thought i was getting on top of it but um sometimes the, the jumping out of the barriers can aggravate it again so yeah, they take out time yeah um yeah jumping the barriers at the train station not using your mic key will do that <laughs> uh, uh, and i'm pretty sure the inspectors would be out in force at the moment because you can't hide behind someone's smelly armpit richard no that's it you uh there's about one inspector to every passenger at the moment. It's <laughs> yeah. hard. So, uh, but we're going to work on that. Um, I think if I can get him right, he'll he'll show us what he's got. Um, so, yeah, no, it was quite encouraging. Um, I'm sure Russ has done all the form out of the trials today um, and he'll, he'll fill us in on all the, the finer details. But, uh, yeah, other than that, we, um, we brought our Vobus Gold yearlings in this week. So another... Another yearling prep. Um, don't exactly know how we're going to do all the work, but uh, we're a little bit short-staffed. But that's the way it rolls. We'll get there one step at a time. Uh, as long as we've got plenty of time for golf and footy, then, um, yeah, the rest will just fall into line. Yeah, I think that's it. And, uh, I mean, the other morning when I was on the phone to you, you did uh, have to drop <laughs> the phone and I, I was just talking to the grass because a yearling got away from you. Yeah, um, just had a little bit of a mischief. Um, I did warn you, Richo, that if I drop the phone, it's because this thing's got away from me. Uh, and sure enough, that's what happened. Um, that's exactly what happens. Probably 
wouldn't have happened had the one in front of me not got away, but uh, uh, that's okay. Um, so, AKA, just for our listeners, that means it's Brian's fault. Is Brian had the one in front? Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. He got his ambitions and his abilities mixed up. Um, but uh, he still thinks he's 25 and he's uh, a hell of a lot closer to 75. So. Uh, yeah, he's just got to be a little bit more careful, but uh, no harm was done. Everything was okay. Um, yes, so I didn't have to put any stitches in anything or play vet or doctor or anything like that. So, so that was okay. Um, they'll get better. They're always a little bit rough around the edges the first few days. So I'll just keep going to the trials or the track or something in the morning, and that way I don't have to worry about it. No, you leave your 70-year-old father to do it. Uh, yeah, or just leave them in their <laughs> box, it'd be safer. Um, no, apparently everything was okay this morning, so, yeah, I, uh, I can't be everywhere, Russ, I can't be everywhere. I know, I know that. You try to be. Yeah, I'm only one man. Only one man. Well, nice little update there. We will get over to our weekend racing review. Thanks to Healy Bloodstock, where procrastination becomes a realisation. And I think there's been more procrastination than realisation this week, but that's okay. Russell, what are we going to talk about? Uh, well, it'll be short and sharp, I think, this week. Um, that's what we like, the good. Rain came right. rain, rain came in the middle of the meeting at uh, Mooney Valley, which made a mess of some things, and... Uh, and, no, they're quite difficult, didn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, we got one leg. Um, but Marga 2 won the All-Star Mile, but I, I saw the funniest thing. I reckon the funniest thing out of that All-Star Mile was watching Behemoth try and get around the corner on that wet track. Did you watch it? I've seen... I wasn't really watching him, but um, oh, yeah. So I, Not I, ideal I... for him. I jumped on him because I thought this sets up for him out of the barrier that he had and whatever, but watching Craig Williams on that one rain, <laughs> trying to get him around the corner, that was hilarious. But um, so Mugger 2 picked that up. It was Russian Camelot was super. Um, uh, he, he's got a big prep coming up, I think, Russian Cam, Camelot, and he will finally live up to some of that, um, that the top-level hype that he was getting. Um... And other than that, at Mooney Valley, uh, the the fill up got up. Uh, we had scorched earth into uh, Persan. Uh, Paid bloody well too in the end. And and I I can't believe it when I saw the the text from Ashford that said paid six Persan paid six bucks in the end because I was on at three dollars forty. <laughs> That's all shit. Yeah. But I'll take a win. He was sensational. Well, hey, you got the win. I went one better, and I I went to double up with uh, Cherry Tour Tony to anchor it. And well, we all know how that ended. Ouch. Yep. Mm. Ouch. That's he's right. um he he's a he's a frustrating conveyance at the moment. But but given his um racing style. And the comment that you made earlier about front runners, um, mm. I'm surprised you went that way, but you do you. I just um, thought he was way better. I just thought he'd just get it done. I thought he was way better, but um, maybe not the best steer I've ever seen either. No comment. Yeah, it's always the jockey's fault, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, that's what I've found, that it usually is the jockey's fault, yeah. Uh <laughs> What else happened in Sydney? Uh, uh, what happened in Sydney? Shaquero on the Pago Pago, but it was just a race. Uh, uh, Arcade had won the Magic Knight. Uh, There's nothing really that... Oh, Hungry Heart was back to some of her best form, winning the far lap. Group two. Uh, Crone won again in the Coolmore Classic, which was 
She's flying at the moment, uh, down from corner. What did that end up paying, Russ? Because early odds, like on a Thursday or something, you could have got $18. Yeah, 14s. Yeah, it's not bad, is it? Uh, mare in form. She's mare, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mare, uh, mare in form. When mares are in form, just keep it's doubling down. Rhythm, that's it. Mm. Uh, yeah, other than that. And I didn't get to watch much of the races because um, I had basketball and athletics and all sorts of kids' bloody sport. So I didn't even get to observe it and then not watch replays. I just didn't see any of it. So that's it. I got nothing else. Um, yeah, that's it. Like you said, short and sharp. And on to the punting segment. As you said, the rain came and stuffed our quaddy. 40 stuffed our multi. Uh, just a little hashtag there. And um, then yourself, Rusty, just takes out the trumpet. Well, I think a buddy you guys paying out on me. Yeah. No, you really just took it by the scruff of the neck. Better stop, And uh, absolutely uh, showed us how it's done. It all just came out beautifully. And add odds too. None of this bloody bullshit. Bloody None of this bullshit. So on the five dollar bloody pops. Seventeen dollars and four dollars. Say heya. Gold Coast race number two. The win, if you don't mind. So there you are, sitting on a hundred and five dollars, and no one could really catch you from there. You got a place. You got an individual multi. You hit the multi for us as well. I got an individual multi. So it's got to be a first, doesn't it? Individual multi. Is he, pardon? It's got to be a first, doesn't it? First two time individual anyone. Multis. Two in one. Two in one I, week weekend. I reckon me and Ash had two once. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I, I, I reckon. Well, rings a bell that uh, uh, it might have happened, but it's definitely, it's it's as rare as rocking horse poop. That's for sure. Yeah. How close were we? So... Forty missed out on his own with a hashtag. Yeah, we nearly had. We nearly hit the multi and had three individual multis in a weekend, which, by anyone's standard, is a bloody good weekend. Uh, so forty, you stuffed it twice. And uh, <laughs> look, I know, I know you're getting married and all right, but it's not time to pack mm. up. I've got to say, though, it was a hashtag, so it was bloody close. And I would have been very dis- disappointed if I didn't see Wanda Bar in, uh, in our multi because we know Forty loves Wanda Bar. And, you know, if he's going to stuff up, it's, it's got to be with Wanda Bar. And has it? done good things for us, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Has, so. has, well, and it was so. probably the jockey's fault anyway. Jeez, it um, won't fall. Oh, Runs fourth beaten 0.6 of a length. It's a bit unlucky. <laughs> it's a bit unlucky to be fair. Fifth was three lengths behind. Oh. Bloody hell! Yeah, um, oh. a bit, bit unlucky there. Um, Very hard, unlucky, Jesus. Hard, hard to give a bloke a bake when the horse gets beat half a length, isn't it? <laughs> it's hard, but we're going to try. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, we'll give it our best. We'll give it our best go. Um, yeah, look, he he was he was uh, he actually wasn't in Queensland on the weekend either. He wasn't in Bridge Vegas. Where was he? Ah, oh, he's in Radelaide. Oh, he gets around a bit, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's just having a little cheeky, dirty weekend, I think. Oh, okay. oh. So uh, it's uh, yeah, he was sampling the. Uh, the wines, you know, Adelaide, and uh, you know, the food, and he's having a having a wow of a time. So uh, his mind may have not quite been on the punt. He might have just uh, listened to the podcast and and put whatever horses we said in. Yeah, I think um, that might have been it because I'm pretty sure I mentioned Wonder Bar last week. Yes. So he's going. Yes. Oh, that's it. That's it. Chuck uh, it in there. So uh, yeah, I think he's uh, yeah. He's been a bit slack on the form. Um, hmm. Anyway, he'll, he'll bounce back. He will. He, he always does. Uh, and again, the, the multi eludes us. So we'll it's elusive. It is very it's elusive. elusive. So where's the quad going to be this week, boys? Oh, shit. God knows. 
going nice. Um, Saturday. Avoca. Avoca. Jesus. Nah, you get something like bloody, what's his name? And do that Paddy, like Paddy, old Paddy Payne, but he brings his miners missed to evoke. Actually, I don't think it even won there, did it? No, it got beat. Look, boy, I'm going to go an omen quaddy. We're playing at Eagle Ridge. Why don't we go to Eagle Farm for the quaddy? Just so there's lots of eagles in our week. Uh, that meeting may not even be on. Yeah, it's going to be wet. <laughs> it is going to be really wet. Yeah, really right. wet. You know what? Well, you know what? That's it. Oh. We'll get our money back on the quaddy. That's a win. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. And then we can have that money on the quaddy at Ascot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's get our money back. Let's put it on for Eagle Farm. Get our money back, and then we'll go to Ascot if we if we get our money back. <laughs> <laughs> Pike is back in Ascot, so that's oh, right. there I we think, go. Okay, I Let's think Ascot's where it's at. Drink what you like, Equality. I love yeah. it. Beautiful. Yeah. And you'll That's get a get a decent get a decent track, so be all right. Perfect. That's what we want. And uh, before we do exit our punting team, we we didn't uh, do the little. Well done, Rusty. We did. Uh, we yes. mentioned it, but we didn't give you a trumpet. So uh, that was it. Was an obliterating. It was. It was, it was a great see effort. You, see you, fuckers, later. <laughs> Beat that. Yeah. It was. Uh, was basically what was put in front of us. So well done. You must have been happy. Been a long time coming. <laughs> I don't and get I'm anywhere near the bloody. More than five dollars on that one. Oh yeah, I well that was the problem. I had twenty five to win on it, but I only got on at fourteens. And by the time it ran, and there was a few scratchings, I got I lost one hundred and twenty five bucks or something in deductions. Yeah, but I was on it, and I screamed at home and sitting in the. I must look like the biggest degenerate going around because I was sitting in the car park waiting for the kids' basketball, yelling at the radio. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> uh, this guy does road rage in the park car. Park. <laughs> Ooh, <that's laughs> nice one. Well, well done. Good trumpet. Have we got a little bit of time for Did You See That? I think so. I think so. Who's got one? Um, let's talk integrity. Okay. Any, anybody been following the Lamming case in the last couple of weeks? Yeah. No. Uh, lack, so, lack of case. <laughs> lack of case, yeah. So long story short, Richo, for you and our listeners, um, the story goes that uh, Richard Lamming was up on charges of race day treatment. He was supposedly caught red-handed tubing uh, a horse prior to it leaving to go to the races, which is highly illegal and only done to try and gain advantage. Um, it's then gone to the hearing and just minutes before things got serious, a recording was handed to the lawyers for Racing Victoria. Correct me if I'm wrong, Russ, I think I'm telling this right, that... may have shown some damning evidence against the stewards involved. Russ is shaking his head. I, I don't know what, <laughs> what happened. I have no idea. Um, so basically... Charges dropped. Charges dropped. Thrown out. Um, and now what's happening is that we live in a, an age of transparency um, if I get caught sticking a needle in a horse full of EPO, you'll know tomorrow that I did it without me telling you because the media will bang it up and everyone, the stewards will let them know, oh, that's how it works. It doesn't, it doesn't get hidden away. Um, mm -hmm. Whatever this thing is, 
that has been presented has been hidden and eventually the information will be released but not before Racing Victoria's integrity or the RAD board does a full investigation. Uh, there's a few rumours floating around about, um, you know, protocols not being followed and, and different things and people being stood down and, and whatever, um, but it's just rumours really. Uh, so it's all gone very secret, secret, and uh, it looks like the uh, integrity team may have egg on their face, I would say. Um, very serious stuff. So uh, stay tuned to uh, the media outlets for more to come on that one. Uh, it's slowly starting to develop. But, uh, it's a slow burn. Pretty serious. Pretty serious stuff. Yeah, sounds it. It's, uh, yeah, watch this space. We'll get an update next week, I, no mm. doubt. But it's funny, good. when you said integrity... I uh, I thought you were talking about the AFL <laughs> and uh, then you, oh, we've got an injury, so I'm going to sub someone off uh, uh, and get some fresh yeah. legs on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Now, that did, oh, now you've touched on that. Um, did, you, did you see how that rule is to be interpreted? Yes. In the hands of the doctor? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I did, and that's why I said integrity. Uh, mm. <laughs> when, when it was a concussion, like, there's nothing worse than going to the yeah. footy and a player goes down halfway through the first quarter and, you know, like we're a man down to the whole game. Just gonna suck, yeah. Right? yeah. So I love the concept of it. And the concussion one was, I thought was good because of the, the, the rules around concussion because once you absolutely once it's declared you've got concussion, you can't play again next week, so no one's yeah. going to be faking that. But now it's injury. I kind of like it, but I'm going like, there's, there's room for exploitation there. Yeah. Now, <laughs> didn't we have, not last year or two, about two years ago, didn't we have the substitute rule? Someone gets injured. Um, no, it was just a sub. It was just yeah. bringing a sub whenever you want. Yeah, right. It was, yeah, it were, there were no rules around it. Everyone got a sub and yeah. you could bring fresh legs on. And as soon as you subbed, the, the other person wasn't playing again. But, yeah, if someone wasn't yeah. having a good game, you could go... Yeah, it's a game. Yeah, I don't know whether, yeah. And they used to hate being the sub too. Yeah. Because you don't get to, like, you don't get to play VFL that week. You're not playing half the time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and half the time the sub was someone you didn't want coming on anyway. Well, it's also, yeah, it's, it hardly ever works because it's like, well, if, if a Ruckman goes down and your sub's a midfielder, it doesn't really yeah. help you much. Yeah. <laughs> the only time that worked was when you had someone who was a bit underdone or you weren't sure they'd get yes. through the game mm. and then you, you yes. had your guy ready in the wings. And, yeah, but yeah that's so you could play him three quarters and then go swap. It's such a specific only – like that's the only way I saw that working. But I didn't like the sub and I don't like, I don't like this either. I, like I'm with you. I, I didn't have a problem with this, the concussion rule because yeah, you know, it's something you can prove. And you know, if you got concussion, you're probably missing a week. Anyway. But even if you're even if you're a suspect of concussion, they need to be able to sub that person out straight yeah. away. Yeah. yeah. But but the, but but that rule is like you're out for um. You can go back well, in if you if you um Yeah, but maybe I know what you're saying, that you can go back in if you pass the concussion test, but maybe it should just be But then you, you can't have, do a concussion sub. Yeah, but what is that like I think what Russ was gonna get at is that if you go off the ground, do the concussion test and you're okay for the test. You can come back on. But maybe it should just be a clear cut. Head knock, possible concussion, you're out. That's it. You're done. You're done. Like, you know. Uh, it's you're... really hard because if you're not concussed yeah. but you've just taken a whack to the head 
And, and I, I don't know, like, someone will go and prove that any knock to the head that, you know, is significant yeah. enough for you to need to go off and even get a test probably says that yeah. you shouldn't be playing. Exactly. And, exactly. and the fact is they're young guys who need to have their brains protected, like we mentioned a couple, last week or the week before. So mm. I probably don't have a problem with that. Yeah, I think from the team's perspective, you know, you want them back on, but is it worth risking any kind of damage? Mm. No, it's not. No. 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 Richo, got something for us? That was my one. I oh. started that. That's you it. did too. Uh, I've got one for you, Ash, that probably, oh, come, okay. probably come a couple of weeks too late. Yeah. Um, so, so we know that um, last week, or well, you know, a couple of Saturdays ago, Bella Bella ran a super third yep. at uh, shit, whatever track it was, wherever the challenge stakes. Sydney. 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 At whatever yeah. track that was, I think it was Randwick. Um, mm. It's been proven that Bella Bella has run the fastest clocked thousand meters by a filly or mare at that track it's pretty pretty impressive isn't it randwick yeah was it randwick yeah. so yeah the blokes the 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 other geldings actually they're both geldings yep they ran yep. track record time but she's the fastest filly or mare around that track which is probably mm. good i'm not sure if um black i know black caviar raced there but it might have been no. 1200 yeah, not a thousand meters below. Yeah. I think she's at twelve and fourteen up there. Yeah, but but yeah. super super effort. Um, yeah. Yeah, Richo, I did you? I sent you a little little message just before to get that. Uh, I did, but did you see that? Uh, just uh, teams for tomorrow night, and uh, Martin is out. For what? <laughs> for the blues. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me excited, that's a, Richo. That's, that's a blow. That's a blow for Carlton. Um, the little the little speaker went there. Yeah. Didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> did, did you see what I sent you, though, mate? I'm just having a good look. Um, so Mick Malloy has done it. He uh, had a promise to cut his hair if. The Tigers won the premiership last year. He promised to get the uh, Kevin Bartlett, and because uh, he did the Mar the Mar Marbio Chole last year, true to his form, I just uh, he's done the Bartlett. Oh. And it <laughs> he's got the Bartlett. I mean, that is that is a belter of a haircut. Isn't you know it? who he looks like? <laughs> Fishy from I don't know if you guys remember Monkey Magic. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fishy hair that the fish guy he had the hair like that. But anyway. Moving on. So yeah, you know, be rocking he'd be rocking that one for a while. Oh shit. Yeah, what are you gonna do if uh, the Tigers win the grand final? What what are you gonna do to your hair, Ash? Oh, trying to keep what's left of it. Just style it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, I won't need to do anything to my hair. Um, I'll just uh, just buy more pajamas. Toot my, toot my tiger trumpet a bit more, and um, yeah, just wear my gym jams to the races. That's what it is. <laughs> yep, yep. I'll just bask in the glory of a tiger's dynasty. So. <laughs> Sometimes you see Fair these enough, crazy really. old trainers getting around, and you just watch them look, walk around the the most disgusting things and you think I wonder how your life gets like that and I think I'm realising right now <laughs> Ash is explaining <laughs> it to us <laughs> uh, yeah so that's, um, that's that was interesting generally you'd get a haircut like that if you lost a bit it's, yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep uh, you I'll can't... go on record here. If the D's, if the D's win the premiership this year, I'll uh, I'll grow the Gorney beard and keep it for a year, no problem. And do you I get can't a... do get a haircut. I don't have any <laughs> hair. So. I thought you might grow one side out and try and comb it over or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... What are you going to do if? Uh... 
if Carlton win the Premiership last week, come on. Give it away to Jimmy James. To, to, I might do the opposite. I might go to uh, advanced yeah. hair. Try and grow my <laughs> hair back. You might get the uh, full-on... Um, Shane Warne. Shane Warne. Get the spin king. You, the spin king special. You got to get the plastic surgery to go with it, though, don't you? Oh, fuck. Yeah, can you get a Shane Warne tan? Actually, I think that would look great. Oh, and get you know, the uh, ultra white teeth. That's that's <laughs> what uh, you're gonna do. You know who uh, who goes to Warney's tanning studio? The bloke on Racing.com, Russ. Uh, James Valance. Julian. Julian, yeah, Julian. Sorry, yeah, yeah. He, he he's right in line at Warney's Tanning Studio, isn't he? Seriously, like I've wanted to know for a long time. He wakes up in the morning, looks at himself in the mirror, and thinks, "What? I'm the greatest looking oompa loompa there is. What the fuck can you think when you look at yourself <laughs> Mate, in the mirror?" He just, yeah, they blow me away. Oh, I don't get it. I just they blow me away. I can't even tip a winner. Yeah, yeah, but like. Tan's one thing, but he's orange. Like it's not. Yeah. It's not brown. Like no one wants to go orange. What? And and well, they can't tip a winner, but that's exactly right. They wouldn't be on the TV if they could tip a winner. They'd be making money at home. Alrighty, now it is time for Australia, the world, the universe's favourite segment. Nothing. There are tumbleweeds going through the Twitter account because no one has tweeted in to say, please don't do this anymore. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I had, it's been working out. I've got a nice, I've got a couple more left from the original batches. But uh, Judy has sent a few more. So it's just working out. And I've got a good one I'm saving for next week. And there's a reason for that. But this one today, pretty happy with. Um, and, Really short and sharp explanation, actually, is what we're uh, what I'm in for. Let me just have a quick look. Uh, so, all I'm going to say about this one is I don't know why Little Ash is strangling a dog, but he looks <laughs> bloody happy about it. Hmm. Uh, Macca is the dog's name, apparently. Nah. Mac Macca. No, nah, that's not Macca. Well, that is what Judy tells me. I can only go by by what my uh, co-executive producer. Yeah, Macca. Yeah, no. 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 Got the wrong dog. Wrong dog. So Was that that why you're strangling him? That is... um, That's a whippet. Macca was male. That's female. So I can only go by what my executive producer sends me. I'm just reading it out. Similar, similar breed, similar breed. Um, Macca, Macca was an old dog before I was that age. When I was only three or four, Macca was an old dog. Oh, right. um, but that dog there was not actually our dog. Um, that is a dog mm. called Peggy. Peggy. That's pe- yeah, she's a whippet. So it's not your so, dog, and you're um, trying to kill it. Yeah. I'm not trying to kill it. I'm trying to kill it. I'm being very kind to it. Look at the smile on its face. Yeah. <laughs> it's trying to breathe. Yeah, it's going. I like us. So <laughs> um, that's uh, so that was Ed Barty's dog. So when we were at Trevorson Park, Ed Barty owned Trevorson Park, um, and that was that was his dog or one of his dogs. Um, she was a absolute belter of a rabbit dog so good fast used to just pick him up on the run very good rabbit dog fantastic and this watch on your arm i'm really intrigued about can't really get there nice little yep. digital number yeah the, the casio i'd say something yeah. like that lovely little casio and yeah. uh yeah looking good on a park bench yeah love and life yeah Young that's dogs. um I'm glad you graduated from strangling dogs just to cutting the nads off horses and letting them live. That's what I took about the, his initial reaction was like, that's female, because I know, because I would have cut the balls off it when it was a male. <laughs> <laughs> you 
so oh, quick to, to sex an animal so he can figure out whether he can get some castration <laughs> in. It's, uh, it's a skill. It's a skill. I had, to, I had to get rid of that one. It had no balls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not bad on um, on picking the sex of animals, but people these days. Uh, no idea. <laughs> Not a clue. Oh, love it. There's always uh, a story, good story. So a little, a little. Yeah. It's not Macca, which I had in that's, my notes. I hope that's my Peggy. notes for that's, next week. Yeah, that's Peggy. Yeah. I hope my notes for next week's are right because that's 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 going to be a good one. But uh, oh, yeah. lovely Ashford through the years and uh, <laughs> just just keeps getting better and better. This segment. Oh, gold entertainment. Oh, it is. It is yeah. so good. We need to straighten up. Let's get on to the footy because the footy is back. The, uh, the footy have, is back. Before we get into any top fours, top eights, I do have a couple of cheeky multis that uh, I'm going to throw out there for the crew. We'll see how we go first week in. Um, got a couple here. So I do like the, the nine lines. Yeah, so nine lines. We'll uh, pay $322. So basically, I like to do a nine lines every week. And uh, you put a dollar on it and you might get $300 back. Pit a few times. It's, it's lovely. Uh, so my nine lines for this week, I'm going to go Carlton uh, to get within 23 and a half points of Richmond. And then, and then you Bulldogs. take eight lines. Western Bulldogs to uh, win by more than three and a half points. I usually don't do this, but I've actually gone Melbourne line, so they're going to win by more than a couple of goals against Frio. Uh, Adelaide to get within uh, 25 and a half points of Geelong over in Adelaide there. Uh, I've got Essendon winning by more than two and a half points over Hawthorne. I've got Brisbane winning by more than 24 and a half points over Sydney. I reckon North Melbourne are going to get within the 31 points offered against Port Adelaide uh, here in Melbourne. St Kilda going to beat GWS by more than 7.5 points, I've said, and Gold Coast will get it within 27.5 points of the West Coast there. So that's that's my nine lines. We'll see how we go. As I said, put a dollar on, $322 back if you get it right. That's, that's the cheeky... Where are you getting your lines? Well, if I do... Uh, Sportsbet. If I do all those ones you told me, I get 512 on Ladbrokes. All all right, do, it on, do it on Ladbrokes. And then the <laughs> odds, odds boost and you get 649.97. There you go. Go for that. Put a dollar on. Um, so here, here's my other multi that I'll put a bit more money on. So I still like the Carlton one. I reckon, I reckon I'll get within uh, that line there. Essendon. Uh, the St Kilda one I'm happy with and the Gold Coast one I'm happy with. So they're my four, but I'll put a bit more on there. So St Kilda, uh, Essendon, Carlton, St Kilda and Gold Coast. Yep. Their lines is what I'm looking at there. So that's, we'll see how that goes. What do you get for that through one? Through the season. Pardon? What are you getting for that one? Uh, I am getting... Sixteen dollars for that one. Yeah, that makes sense. I get the same. That's cool. Yeah. So here they're paying a dollar ninety-four, and uh, it's dropped to a dollar ninety for some reason on the big one. But anyway, that's that's Machiki for the week. We'll see how that goes. See see if the tally gets up. But Ash, you wanted to talk about you wanted to do some predictions. Yeah, we should start out the year with some predictions. Like, start. I think we should start with our top four. Mm-hmm. Who we think will make top four this year? Yep. So, do you want me you want me to kick it off? Yep. So clearly, clearly, I'm going to have the Tigers. Yep. Brisbane. Yep. Port Adelaide. And West yep. Coast. That's my top four. Mm. I'm pretty similar. I've got Richmond, Port Adelaide, St Kilda, and West Coast. Yeah, I'm tempted. No, I'll, pro- I'll probably go. I'll probably go Ashes. I think. 
I'll tell you what, it's, 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 it's interesting. The fourth position could go to any one of four teams. Yeah, I, I think the top sort of seven, like maybe maybe the top two, and then you'll have about five that are really tight and it comes down to the wire and percentage and stuff. Like with the way it's sort of shaped up already and going on last year, Richmond, Brisbane, Port Adelaide look to be going in with a pretty clean bill of health and ready to fire. Um, St Kilda got a couple of injuries. There's a few teams with a you know with a couple of injuries, but um, Western Western Bulldogs are going to be um, an interesting one this year. I think. I think they'll be back in the thick of it. I've got questions over the Bulldogs. I, I, um, what's his name? Want now? What's his name? The one that wanted Dunkley that wanted to go to Essendon. I'd love to know more about that story. Well, it could be some inner turmoil or some other reasons. More so than the club itself. Well, I just yeah. I just reckon they got to the top and then they fell apart pretty quick. I just I think they said, I reckon they got to the top too early, right? Mm. Well they, yeah, they probably but... didn't deserve to get to the top. They played six good games. Yeah, yeah. but they, they had the worst injury list in the competition and they still won. Mm. And then it all fell apart. Bob Murphy cried. I just, I, I honestly reckon Brisbane is one of the most overrated sides going around. I just don't see it. Like, obviously, no, I feel like they were pretty good, and with Joe Danaher yeah. and stuff. I, yeah. Oh well. I, <laughs> Tell me something that's actually improved. Joe Danaher is a step backwards for them. If he takes time away from uh, Hipwood, like. If if Hipwood's got to share that forward line with Joe Danaher, I reckon that's a step backwards. I rate Hipwood way above Danaher, but I don't know. I don't... Anyway, they're, they're well coached. I'll give them that. I just look at the paper. I just don't know that they've got enough to get them to, to win a flag. Mm. But we'll see. It's the beauty of footy, isn't it? It is. So what do you reckon... Um... Let's go bottom. Well, let's talk the, other, talk the other end. The bottom two? Bottom two for this year? Actually, go uh, bottom four, because that's harder. Oh, right. Oh. Bottom four. Bottom two, I didn't... I thought that was... Okay. So, Richard, so I had bottom, bottom two easy, but... Um... Yeah. So, um, we're going to go North Melbourne. Yeah, okay. So, are you, saying, are you going from the bottom? Not in any particular order. We're, going, we're just going bottom, bottom four. We're going... North Melbourne, Essendon, Hawthorne, GWS. (laughs) GWS are in big turmoil. Now you are taking your hatred of GWS to a whole new... Two movies too far. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll go with the three you said. I won't go with. Uh, well, there's only one. There's, there is one. There's one Adelaide. other side that Bradley. Adelaide was the other side that I would have said. But I just feel you know I'm concerned about Geelong this year actually because Richmond beat Adelaide in the grand final, couldn't win a game. GWS oh, didn't make finals last year when they got beat by Richmond in the grand final. Geelong got beat in the grand Geelong final. Geelong might be the first team gonna... to get relegated. Like, who knows? <laughs> they could be. They could be in the <laughs> I actually, I actually agree. I have serious concerns over Geelong, and I think I did too. Them. But it's not bottom four concerns. No, I, it's I just don't have them. No, them I don't have it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, so I, uh, no, I, I honestly, I just think GWS are in a world of hurt. I think you're uh, crazy. I had Adelaide, Essendon, Sydney, and North. See, I reckon Sydney's on the way back up again, but not going to make top eight. If they if they're playing Buddy Franklin, they're going to take a step backwards. Well, they have to pay him because they're playing him. They're like they're, they're paying him a heap of money. <laughs> I know. I know. They're playing. They're playing. 
And now I know, but, but, the bank. but that's, <laughs> that's going to cost them big time. I just don't see him. Well, it already has. So you might as well put him on the park. Oh, yeah, but that's what I mean. That's going to cost them wins, I reckon. Yeah, could do. But, if they get him fit. Oh, well, he can't, he can't kick a goal from a set shot anymore because he's not allowed to do his arc. Well, he can do the arc. Just play on. But that's, yeah. that was one of the issues I had with that rule, was that when you watch the forwards shooting for goal, is the guy had to stand like a statue, but the forwards were running around on an arc, and they weren't calling play on. Really? And they're straight up. It's not a Buddy Franklin bloody arc, but it's you know, a couple of steps to the right should be play on. Mm. Uh, I just thought that was one of the... The issues I had. Yeah, I actually, I, I've actually come around to the rule. We'll see how it plays out in the actual season, but yeah, just thought that was odd. But buddy, yeah, I don't know. it's uh, anyone, anyone, anyone got a sneaky, a sneaky improving team this year that just could surprise everyone. Uh, the worst thing is, I'm going to say Melbourne, but they should never have been where they were in the first place. Yeah, I don't think they're going to improve as much as you think either. <laughs> Mel- Melbourne should be a top six team. Easy. Do you know the frustrating thing about Melbourne is they are the one team that they actually don't equal the sum of their parts. Yeah, when you break down good. and look at the midfield, you look at the back line, you look at Gorney, forward line, yes, but like seriously, with that cattle, you should be doing a lot better. Yep. It makes no sense. <laughs> I agree wholeheartedly, but maybe they're, you know, with Petrarca, maybe they just needed a shift in leadership, on-field leadership or something. I reckon Petrarca started to really step up and change the way Melbourne were going about things. I've got hope for them, Richo. That makes one of us. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Then yeah, no, we'll I see. think a sneaky improver. So, yeah, I don't think there is really. I think, um, like you said, maybe Western Bulldogs, but probably not. Yeah, I think they might. Just... No. No, I don't think they're going to go from. No, you know... they're not going to, but, but they'll definitely be better than they were last year. So yeah. There's a bit of hype around Freo at the moment. That'll help, surely. I was going to say, Freo, because... They've um, got too many injuries, though, all well, at the moment. Their whole forward yeah. line's gone. And did I read today their Ruckman's not going to play? Oh. I don't know how big... Like, yeah, didn't he do his knee? No. Yeah, right. That's, That's not a great start. Like he's out for <laughs> half the season, I think. Oh, fuck. <laughs> There's some horrendous bloody injury lists at the moment. Oh, it's ridiculous, I mean, that's another concern. Like, you're leading into round one. Why Why are we getting so many injuries COVID. before we've... We played too long last year. We finished too late and people yeah. smashed themselves in pre-season and didn't rest. Mm. Is there issues with the way we're training? Potentially, but I honestly don't don't underestimate the impact of COVID. Like they had that big break yeah. and people trained throughout. They trained for too long, yeah. and they haven't had a long enough time off. That's yeah. that's all it is. No one's recovered. No one's been afforded to have surgery. Like, mm. like you look at someone like Angus Brayshaw. He didn't play the last two or three rounds because he had surgery on his foot. He's still not back because it hasn't been long enough. Yeah, like, yeah. It, yeah, it's a it, really short break. You know, it's good for us. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, we'll just get to watch footy sooner, so that's that's a good thing. So but it's gonna be the um it's gonna be the the side that the side that'll dominate will be the be the, uh, as usual, the side that you know could keep injuries yeah, the side that kicks and manage it. Win most games that will help. Yeah. <laughs> That will help, and um, yeah, yeah and the that's size probably that wins the most games. Probably going to be up the top of the ladder. Probably, um, yeah. That's that's the way I'm reading it. Yeah, Melbourne will be fine when they actually get a forward back, and 
Someone who can kick goals. Four weeks, mate. Benny Brown, he'll just be, as I said, he'll, he'll make a late run for Coleman. <laughs> <really>. <laughs> um, so you're, you know, long, long-term, long-term bets, Richo, you're Benny Brown for the Coleman? Yeah, well, I did that before he got injured. <laughs> yeah, so you're locked in. Um, I'm clear. I'm clearly Tommy Lynch for the for the Coleman. Rusty. Uh, Coleman. I, I actually have a question. Like that was the only one I couldn't answer. Um. Just pick someone from Carlton. Uh, well, Harry Mackay. Yeah, let's do it. There you go. There you go. Brownlow. Brownlow. Trucker. Cripper. Dusty. <laughs> Pretty easy, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the rest, well, we'll let it all unfold. And you'll hear it, it right here on Fourth Not First. We'll bitch and moan about all sorts of things. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Are you going tomorrow night, Rusty, or what? I am, thanks to Ash. I am heading to the footy, and I'm going to... I shoot, like... <laughs> I sure I'm sitting in amongst a bunch of um, Richmond fans. Yeah, <laughs> you're going to be sitting next to Ash's mate. It's mates in their pajamas. <laughs> so there was um, there's only one rule, Richo. Richo, there's only one rule for Rusty to use these tickets. That he has to wear a Richmond scarf to the game. I, I can wear a Richmond scarf. There's a fair chance though, my son goes home by himself because I'll either be in jail or in a hospital <laughs> because I won't be able to stand quiet or anything oh, oh no it's going to be great oh, it won't happen nah you should be fine you should be fine on the wing You'll, there'll be plenty of uh, Carlton supporters floating around I'm sure I can't I just can't wait for footy I got so desperate for footy but I, I shouldn't say like that I, I really enjoy the game but we went I took the kids to um Carlton Fremantle AFLW game on the weekend and someone who went to some of those early games of AFLW it really has improved yeah like, I enjoyed it I went last year yeah I, I actually, I, I'm going to sound really bad because I, I I haven't been able to sit down and watch a whole game on the TV but I don't think you get yeah, an appreciation of it on the TV anyway. No. You so don't watch it live. It, it's a cool little like, atmosphere too. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like um, good quality like suburban football. Yeah, it's like EFL or something yeah. like that. Right? And they're getting the ball on the outside a bit now and running and moving it a bit quicker. It's actually quite good to watch. They just have to get that conversion into goals. That's so, the thing that's missing. We've probably said this before, but why we don't they use their brains if they want to promote AFLW better? Why don't they have it as the pre-game before the game in the real season? Like I know a lot of these girls go and play VFL for Williamstown and Coburg and whoever whoever else as well. But let's be serious: if they want to be professional and they want an AFLW league. Put them on before the game on, you know, and expose it properly. Because if we're going to a game, I'm sure we'll go early enough to sit there and watch it. It's just more footy. It's just a win-win. I never understood. We don't get reserves anymore. We don't, so we don't get to watch reserves. It's away the curtain raiser games because, like you said, and it's actually better for management uh, in a way. <laughs> it's good for the management of, like, people getting to the game like I, I, I'm happy to get there an hour early if there's something to watch two yeah. hours early if there's something to watch whereas the game starts at bloody ten past one and you've got you know 50, 60,000 people all trying to get in the ground at one time it, hmm. uh, I don't know I'm sure there's reasons why they got rid of it but I'd love to know what they are it was mainly for the ground, wasn't it? Yeah. Wear and tear on the ground. They don't want to be playing too many games anymore. Oh, fuck. Like, like, a bit precious. Yeah. I, and I, yeah. Oh, I, 
I still reckon there's absolutely nothing. Like, I'm a purist, though. Like, so watching play, players run around in the mud, I love that. Mm. But I get that yeah. it's going to be hard to sell that to an international audience. <laughs> well, what? You know, mud wrestling. <laughs> mud wrestling with a ball? Wow. <laughs> Just blokes mud wrestling. No, that's not what... These arses <laughs> are weird. <laughs> so... Yes. So, oh yeah. So I can see that, but but there's nothing better than pulling out a, you know, 1979 grand final and watching it. And, oh, it's good. But anyway, probably better if it was 1980. Nah, 81 or 82 is good too. 87, 95, they're all good. Uh, just last year would be fine. Stay in the present. <laughs> 93 was shit. 2000 or well, 99 was shit. Hey, guess what? Uh, guess what? Sorry to get off the footy, but um, we better talk some racing. Um, Morgs has given the win in that. Um, not that it really matters in that uh, trial to uh, Man from Uncle. Of course he fucking did. <laughs> it did. I was standing on the winning post. It did not win. <laughs> I didn't think it won either, but. I'm just looking at his but, results that he's got here. That just made me chuckle. Doesn't really matter. Doesn't really matter. I was more so, interested in looking at who else was in it. So what um, are we looking at on the weekend, Phillips? Well, it's uh, Mornington Cup Day this weekend, and uh, it is a automatic qualifier for the Caulfield Cup. Yeah. The winner. And we want to be doing your wet track form. So, uh, I've picked out a horse, which I, if the, if the rain comes for it, Irish Flame. It just got edged Irish out on Flame. Irish Flame? Was it edged out on the weekend? No, it was Irish Playboy. Sorry. A six dollar fifty chance, likes a wet track. Um, oh, no, it did. It ran, it got just got beat by Persan on the line. Well, good form on that. Persan served as well. I, I'm gonna really struggle at Mornington. I'm more likely to have a bet on Friday <laughs> night. Yeah, look, Mornington is a bit of a difficult track sometimes, um, just because of the way they ride it, and but uh. Yeah, no, no, it's uh, it'll be good. You got um, a couple of good races. Well, the so cup, where's, obviously. Where's um, Bella Bella going on the weekend? Oh, I haven't looked. It's going to run in Sydney again, isn't it? Yeah, it's going pissed out. It's mm. going to mm. might not might run at all. Well, surely yeah, she goes to the Valley then. Well. If they, well, depending on whether they bring her back down, oh, you'd think that. So, is she in the William Reed? William Reed? Yep. Yeah. She'd oh, be a fair chance to run in the William. Mm. You think she'd be a fair chance, though, in the, in, to run in a William Reed? Like, well, she's going to run there or in Sydney. Like, I, I imagine Sydney will be too wet. They accepted it both. That's what I would have thought, too, but mm. that draws. Sticky. Yeah. Uh, but, oh, look. I'll see what happens, but um, interesting. Um, yeah, there's some. There's actually some super races over the weekend. Um, the Rusty Ranvet Ran in Sydney is only a five-horse field. We've got a Dave back and very elegant mm-hmm. going head-to-head with Master of Wine and Prince Farwaz, Farwaz. And well, very elegant, it's like a dollar thirty, isn't it? I'd be surprised if she was that short, but only because of, maybe because of the small field. Um, Rusty, you told me Pikey's back in the West. Why well, is he back is on right? the weekend? Well, who did someone say that he was back in Ascot? Yeah. Well, he's down to right at uh, Mornington here. He is too. He, well, and Mooney Valley. Well, he rode in Ascot today. 
Uh, Ascot today? Yeah. I suppose theoretically he could fly back. He's getting a lot of bloody miles up. Yeah. 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 So, um, anyway, we'll just wait. Wait and see what happens, I suppose. That sucks. Well, if Pikey's not in the West, I'm not, we're not doing a potty there. Yeah, that's that's really um, yeah, burst the bubble, isn't it? <laughs> we're not, we're definitely not doing a bloody quaddy at Mornington. I tell you that right now. No, no, we won't be doing Mornington. It'll pay a lot. Won't be Rose Hill because it'll be a bog. Might have to be Morford. Must be Morford. Ocean. No, Morford. Morfordville. Jesus, twenty in the last bloody leg. It's too scratchy. Ah, beautiful. Too and one of them's oh, eloped to Vegas. Yeah, well, I'm if sure I find out who put that in the quaddy last time, look out. You haven't you found out yet? No, it'll be you. That wasn't me. I know who it was, but I'm not... Yeah, of course you know who it was. <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> uh, uh, shit. Yeah, well. Made me chuckle when I saw it, but... Uh... Life goes on. What's it in? A benchmark 60. Yeah. But it's in fourth emergency. He's not even going to get a run. Well, there's already two scratchings. <coughs> it still needs two more, so... Ah, six emergencies over there, huh? Okay, no worries. Um, We can do Morfordville if you want to do Morfordville. I don't mind. So the, the rain's coming down the east coast, out. isn't it? It's not coming across from the west, so... No, no, it's down the east, yeah. But it's not supposed to hit till Sunday night or something. So. Unless you're in Sydney. Really oh, it's already raining there now. So that, that, yeah, <laughs> yeah Sydney. Sydney and Sydney and Queensland competence. So. Jeez, there are some good races. The Derby Munro in Sydney is the first race on the card. You got Isotope, Prague, Doubtland, Holyfield, uh, Bella Nipotina, and Mart. Oh, so good. At the same time, I won't be betting too much because it's pissing rain. Yeah, look, if you can, um, if you can nut out the uh, the wet trackers, you you could get some really good good value. Oh, and Golden Slipper, of course, the Golden Slipper. Who's going to win a Golden Slipper? Uh, we got a field out. I haven't even looked. Yeah, the field's been out for days, mate. Come on. Oh, I can tell you things. who's going to win the little zipper slip, is it? Thanks, Richo. I like O President. <clears throat> really? Yep. Bossy. Mm-hmm. And uh, Fawala. Yeah. I mean. I'd like to stick with ingratiating. It has drawn out. Might be a good thing. Could be on a wet track. Um, Profiteer, are we worried about it's getting beat? No. It's last start? No. Nope. Bounce back? It's every chance to bounce back. Drew a good Actually, barrier. That was something I was going to bring up. How, how interesting is that horse? Did you see the dam of that horse? Athena Lass is the dam of Profiteer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Athena Lass is the horse that gave inflicted Hot Seat's first defeat to him at Mooney Valley. There you go. Some things that I notice in <laughs> sad as yep. Um, yep. It's all right, though. It's all right. Um, yeah, wet track, anyone's game. Golden Slipper. I agree. And that's the thing. The Galaxy is the race after it. And that's, you know, you've got Bella Vella, Drew Barrier 3, which I reckon is worse than drawing Barrier 11 at the Valley uh, on that track if it's going to be bottom. Yeah, you don't, bottom yeah if it's going to be wet, you don't want to be in there, do you? Nope. And you've got Tallur entered in that race. Tallur, whatever they call it. Yep. Uh, which, again, probably comes a few weeks too late. But. Yeah, well, yeah. Could help. Could help. The, belate, the belated trumpet. 
Um, yeah, so Sydney, Sydney is just going to get ruined with this rain. But anyway, good, good. Interesting runner. Interesting runner in uh, at Eagle Farm. Invincible Al. Now trained by Tony Gollum. Formerly trained by Patrick Payne in Victoria. Yeah. Um, uh, pff, I don't know. I don't know. I, quite often, I think that does happen to Patrick will send him up there and put him under someone else sort of thing. Um, oh, Joe O'Neill. Yeah. What yeah. are they called? Prime Thoroughbreds. Prime Thoroughbreds, that's it. Mm. Yeah. But that seems um, to be something that's happening a little bit if you notice... Um, that's what um, roll the dice are doing. If, if they start to struggle a little bit down here, they send them up to Queensland. Yeah, well, and uh, even the other way, um, like sort of Grand Syndicates send some of their horses that are struggling in Victoria across to Adelaide, and it seems to rejuvenate them. So, yeah, yeah look, um, it's all about getting the cash. At the end of the day, that's it. That's it. it. Prize money's not too bad anywhere you go at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, you'd prefer to be going after um, big biggies, but with not much time to go, boys, there's a a big event on this weekend. A yeah, big event, the uh, what is it? The go karts. The <laughs> what? Oh, you're in the little zipper slipper. The little zipper slipper is back. Yeah, just going for my seventh. Seven out of eight. Yeah. Eagle Ridge. Um, Eagle Ridge. Team it's going to be Ginger. Team Ginger. Yeah, to defend the inaugural victory. Yeah. It's going to be. Um, it's going to be pretty tricky. I'm hoping the rain stays away, but um, I haven't played there, Richard. You have, but uh, yeah. it, it looks quite tricky. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure I'm coming home with a little zipper slipper with all that sand. Oh, me, look, but... I've. Uh, Heard that before, um, but uh, look, we've um, done our best to help Dolphin this week, and I'll send a few more so, instructional you've, you've videos done, through. You've, you've done everything you can, and it's all down to the Dolphin now. Just go, yeah. Take a big deep breath. I mean, I I am a little bit worried about the course, so uh, obviously Miami have been looking after me, but I might just go to Eagle Fang for a little bit just to get a bit more. <laughs> oof, uh, to try and help out because it is it it's quirky course it's a quirky yeah. course so we're just gonna <coughs> no, I'm looking get a good shot and get it in one of those uh, ten bunkers you know yeah <laughs> I'm looking forward to it it's going to be a great day just hopefully the weather fun. weather holds off for us and uh, we'll get an update next week from our on course correspondent I have no doubt oh absolutely he'll uh, I'll, I'll I'll duck into Subway and have a chat to him. <laughs> yeah, just get him, get him to take leave on on Sunday. Sure, he's got a day, aren't we? Call in sick. Yeah, love it. Yeah, he's got the code. The is, if you call like... in sick, and then they'll hear him on the podcast, and he'll get sacked. <laughs> but he should have had a fill up yeah. after last week. Yeah, he should be right he last week. Him and, uh, got some, yeah. got some good tips. Ooh. I don't know. I think. Given how much he lost on you, Rusty, he's probably stopped back here. Hot seat trying to get it. Hot seat going home the best in the middle and grabbed the lead at one. Hot seat by a long head to either vintage quarter and Remus is coming back. Coming back really well on the inside. They hit it a bobber. Maybe Loremus just from under the eyeball. 